Greetings and welcome to the Healthcare Dollars and Good Sense podcast. This podcast series, hosted by Barry Dunn, focuses on tools, resources, and expertise, all available with our partners at the BDO Alliance, that serve healthcare organizations at the front lines of delivering care to the public. As those listening probably know, these organizations are experiencing a particularly difficult season in today's economic healthcare landscape. I'm your host, Marcus Wilson, a consulting manager at Barry Dunn's Healthcare Practice Group. And my co-host for this discussion is entrepreneur extraordinaire and principal, Sue Pryor. Happy podcast day to you, Sue. And to you, Marcus. You're too kind. This post-pandemic period certainly has created a new strain on the healthcare industry. If, as if regulatory changes, provider burnout, staffing challenges weren't enough, now we have additional financial woes. Solving these via patient revenues alone is really not enough for most organizations, so they need to get a creative approach to find opportunities to reduce costs and create some of that savings. That's where the seedling of an idea for this series began at Very Done. I'm thrilled to introduce our audience to folks who may be able to help with that. All right. Well, then, without further delay, we are excited to welcome Ian to tell us to our virtual studio. Ian, my man, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Marcus. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Hi, Sue. Hi, how are you? So, Ian, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, I'm actually originally a singer-songwriter turned real estate professional uh, who's somehow now find him, uh, found himself in the, in the world of pensions. Um, there's obviously a little bit more there to, to unpack, but I figured I'd keep it simple. Uh, I guess a, another fun fact, I'm a girl dad. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our our, no, our fourth girl um, come December, so okay, very great. excited. I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Excellent. So now tell us a little more about your organization, Dietrich. Yes, of course. Um, I'm recently favoring the word advocate lately. It's in its purest form who Dietrich is. We are your pension risk advocate working directly with plan stakeholders, your CEO, CFO, HR leaders. Um, and we work in collaboration with the entire retirement plan advisory team in order to identify pension risk exposure that's somehow, you know, or sometimes goes unnoticed, um, and then how to mitigate that risk through cost reduction strategies. All right, Ian, you have brought up a touchy subject. You just said a word that many of our clients, CFOs and HR leaders get a twitch when they hear. So I won't say that word again, unless, of course, you are going to tell me that you can help organizations with their, you know, issues. <laughs> yes, we, we absolutely can. We have a cure for that twitch, um, Marcus. But, but first, you know, just like you would when, you know, treating any other ailment, you want every option on the table. Um, at the very core, that is Dietrich's role as a pension subject matter expert. Um, there may be new treatments, new prescriptions. Uh, we refer to these as alternative solutions um, that you may not be aware of. So it's our job to make sure you are aware of those and that you have access to them. Excellent. How, does it, how exactly does that work, Ian? Yeah, so there are many ways in which a plan sponsor can potentially find these savings. Uh, for sake of time, we might just want to touch on a couple of them. One being the overall administration of a plan and two, uh, what is referred to as PRT, or pension risk transfer. So to restate this, to make sure we are understanding, 
there are savings to be found in how an organization manages their pension or defined benefit, just in the basic administration of the program. And there are savings realized in the process of an organization transferring their pension risk? Yes, that is correct. Um, because of the latter one, the risk transfer is, is dealing with you know, pretty large numbers. Uh, that's where there's usually dollar per dollar more savings opportunities uh, for an organization looking to make a change. Okay, so, so we'll spend more time on the risk transfer piece as a result of that. Can you quickly explain how savings might be found on the administrative side? Absolutely. Um, there are savings, you know, dollar per dollar there as well. But I think it's important to mention that, you know, administrative savings are not just monetary. Um, for, from an HR perspective, for example, there's a great deal of time spent monitoring, filing, um, servicing these legacy DB plans. So when we're able to alleviate this workload, there's significant weight lifted where now more time and energy can be spent servicing the active workforce funding additional benefits, uh, improving morale, employee retention, you know, just to name a few examples. Uh, we know these areas are needing attention. You know, we're seeing it in the news and in our various articles, but you know, not just in the healthcare arena, but across all industries and workflows or workforces. That's really helpful. Uh, and is that a pretty common opportunity that you find in organizations that you serve? Yes, very common. Uh, I don't know many organizations that, that would be opposed to freeing up time, uh, saving money, and, and honestly leveling, <laughs> leveling up when it comes to taking care of their employees. Fair yes. enough. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a great win-win. Um, so now let's move over to the uh, risk transfer part of the conversation. I know you're going to tell us a little more about one of my new favorite acronyms, I think it goes uh, PBDB heebie-jeebies or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees are, uh, speaking of my music background, I love the Bee Gees. But uh, you almost had it. There's a few extra letters in there, but but I have heard it called worse. Um, so the PBGC, which stands for Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, is a government entity that ensures pension benefits for a substantial premium you know, which plays a big role in the reason a lot of organizations have been looking to get out of managing their own pensions um, and also why there is so much interest in pension risk transfer. I thought we were going to have a little sing-along there, but now that you've explained <laughs> that PBGC uh, stands for, can you help us to understand why it has such an impact on this industry? Absolutely. So the PBGC measures pension plan liability on a different basis. Um, and this is you're creating cause for confusion. Okay, that's really helpful. So what do you do for a client in this position? Then? Uh, so we simplify the discussion. We, we educate them on their unique situation, and we advocate for them to first figure out how to right-size their actual liability or their plan. Um, then we help them transfer this risk over to an organization that is built to manage this sort of liability. Okay. So let's say I have two organizations that have a thousand retiree participants and one of them is fully funded and the other is say let's uh, like 80 percent funded what's the difference that we're talking about here in annual cost well um let's see what do you mean by fully funded well uh i would assume 100 percent, but it sounds like that assumption might be wrong okay yes unfortunately 100 percent 
is not what the PBGC considers fully funded. Uh, they actually measure liability on a slightly higher basis. Uh, and this is a very common misconception. Um, this could be another podcast in itself. Um, there's actually more than one way to measure pension plan liability. Wow. Okay. Well, then I, let me restate my question. So if I have 1,000 participants and one of those plans is fully funded on the PBGC basis and the other is uh, funded, let's just say, at 100%, what could the difference in PBGC premium costs actually be? Um, yes. Yeah, so shockingly, the difference can have a multiplier effect. You might spend seven times as much in annual premium. Uh, we actually just received updated PBGC premium pricing for 2024, and no surprise, premiums continue to increase. Uh, we recently highlighted an example of a plan that has seen um, a 600% increase in PBGC premium since 2013. Wow. Over 10 years, a 600% increase? Ouch. Well, I mean, th this sounds like quite an opportunity for clients dealing with pension liability. So, so given this big opportunity for savings, what would you say is the biggest barrier when speaking to clients? Um, so we find that they, they're not receiving sufficient education uh, or getting access to current industry market data from an independent, unbiased advocate. Um, this is a complex area. There are many fundamentals of, a pen, uh, you know, of pensions that organizations struggle to understand and may not be informed of. Uh, our, our biggest job, our biggest hurdle, I would say, or barrier is, is making sure that HR and CFO are coming together to fully understand both the finance aspect and the people, the people aspect. Healthcare finance professionals do have a lot to deal with these days. And, you know, the pension is a legacy that they may have inherited and continues to grow and be more and more complicated as a liability. Do you find that it often doesn't get the attention that it needs based on all the other challenges? Yes, unfortunately, that is that is often the case. All right. So, so what else should a healthcare finance professional consider? Um, keep it simple. Connect with Dietrich. Um, give us the opportunity to share some information that you may not be hearing or otherwise knew existed. Um, and, and remember that our objective is to advocate for our clients, our plan sponsors, uh, to ensure they identify the risk, um, mitigate that risk, and in turn, improve the financial well-being of the organization. Wow, Ian. Thank you so much. This has been a great introduction to the office or, um, services that Dietrich offers. And we know there's a number of listeners out there whose clients would benefit from the education on this topic. Thanks, Ian. That is super helpful. And it's great to chat with you today about all this. Thank you both. I, I know how much time and effort goes into this, and, and we certainly appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And it makes a ton of healthcare dollars and cents. So we've reached the end of this discussion. And on behalf of myself, Sue Pryor, and Ian Catellis, thank you for listening to this episode of Barry Dunn's Healthcare Dollars and Good Sense podcast. Thank you as well to our producers in the Barry Dunn Marketing Department for their excellent production work. We also welcome listener questions and feedback on this episode, as well as suggestions for making more healthcare dollars and good sense. Thank you.